during the um, during the summer uh, weeks, we were uh, thinking about um, parables, we were thinking about the stories that Jesus told um, to illustrate the kingdom and uh, the message that he came to bring. And uh, sort of from next week onwards, I hope that we'll be um, starting uh, on uh, on a on a new series. Uh, but just just before we do, I wanted to um, just take a moment uh, to have a think about um, a particular sort of idea, a particular sort of, um, if you like, a particular moment, um, because um, I was, um, I wanted to think um, for a few moments about transition, about changes, about movement from, from one thing uh, to another. Um, in scripture, there are a whole uh, host of transitions, of, of, of movements, of particular sort of significant moments where uh, God leads his people from one place or time or event into another. Uh, you think of the sort of big dramatic ones of the, of the Red Sea, of uh, crossing the Red Sea or of crossing the Jordan into the Promised Land. You think of the moment... Uh, when God leads his people back from exile in Babylon across uh, the wilderness. Uh, those uh, verses that Gabby read for us, promising that God is going to lead uh, his people in, in transition from exile to come home. The rebuilding of the temple and the, the, the moment that, that the people set out to do that. And in, in New Testament terms, we think of the, the opening of the gospel uh, huge moments of transition as Jesus the Messiah, uh, the Word made flesh, comes. You think of Pentecost, the moment when God uh, pours out the Spirit so that all people can come and enjoy the uh, covenant promises of God. There are these moments of transition, of change, of development, of moving from one thing to another, one stage to another, one place to another, one moment to another. And in these moments of transition, these moments of change, God often speaks in a particularly profound and important and significant way. You think that all those different things that I've mentioned, almost by definition, they are hugely significant moments. Moments when God provides and leads and enables his people to move from one thing to another. And the reason I wanted just to, to think about this as a, as a theme for a moment is because there is a sense in which we are in a time of transition. There are, of course, the very simple transitions that always happen at this time of year. We move from August to September. Uh, um, August, which is for many people um, a month that is characterized by a different pattern of life. It may be holidays, it may be going away, it may be rest. To September, which is uh, more traditionally a time when things start up again, when the world of work begins uh, to reopen. We see that uh, in a normal year, we'd see that in terms of schools and colleges and universities and so on. Uh, this year is different, of course it is, but there is just the sort of beginnings of children and young people being able to go back to school and pick up their routine to change from the really difficult times of lockdown into something which feels more normal which feels more healthy of course there is also the the beginnings of 
of, 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 of the end of summer. It's not quite gone yet. Don't want to see it off too quickly. Um, mm-hmm. But the end of summer and the beginning of autumn, simple transitions that happen at this time of year every year. But also, I think there are some deeper transitions. Perhaps for many of us, there is the growing realization that some things are changing for good, that things won't be going back to how they were before COVID came and before the lockdown. When we think about gathering and greeting, the fact that it's so difficult to touch people, to shake hands, to Mm -hmm. embrace, to be with groups of people, will that ever go back to how it was before? We think about working practices, perhaps the idea that hundreds of thousands, millions of people will get up every day and go into work and do their work and then come home. Perhaps that idea has now gone or is beginning to go, that for many people, they may go into their place of work one or two days a week, but the rest of the time, they will work from home. Study for our young people at school or university, the world of travel, and also, as I've mentioned, the world of church. Things that are changing and perhaps transitioning to something that will never quite look the way it was before. And as we, as we think and we reflect about that, there can be a sense in which it feels quite difficult, quite depressing, that there's a sense almost of despair, of something not being as it should be. I hate meeting people and not being able to touch them. I hate it. Not being able to shake hands or, or give people a hug, it, it's, it's, it's horrible. I really don't like it. And, and if one begins to dwell on these things, one can find that, that the future feels quite difficult. I do wonder whether some of the things you see on the news about these illegal parties and raves and so on that are happening are actually a reflection of a, of a sense of desperation that people want to be with other people, that they want something that they knew and they enjoyed previously. But actually, it's really hard to do that. And to do it is to place people at risk. Mm-hmm. I went to, um, to, I've only been to one Zoom meeting this week, which, is, uh, which has been, um, uh, you know, a, a, a nice thing not to only go to one, but there was a, at that Zoom meeting, there was a, a, a young Hindu man speaking, and um, uh, he, he, very educated, articulate, ed, um, intelligent man, and he was, he was speaking about um, the sense in which he saw the future as, as going into a new dark ages, that there was something really dark and difficult uh, about the future. And, um, and, and, and there's, there's, there, as I say, uh, this, this sense of uh, the future looking quite difficult. In other words, it's a bit like fishing in the dark and doing nothing. It's a bit like being out in the deep, not 
being able to find what you're looking for. A little bit dark, a little bit disappointing, a little bit empty, a little bit not what you want it to be. And the story that Mike read for us this morning is the most beautiful of all the resurrection stories. The fishermen have gone back, back to what they know, back to what is familiar, back to, to, to what uh, they had come from. And they go out and they go out in the dark and the night and they catch nothing. The old is fruitless. And Jesus appears and he stands on the edge. He stands on the edge of the land and the sea. He stands on the edge of the day and the night. He stands on the edge of the old and the new. And he asks them. He asks them this beautiful, inclusive, non-judgmental questions. Friends, have you any fish? What's it like out there? What does it feel like? How's it going? This lovely invitation to explain to Jesus what the old and the dark and the cold feels like. And then he invites them. He invites them to come and to join with them and to touch and to know and to eat together. And he begins to enable a deep and profound transition. He enables a change. He enables something really significant to happen as they move from what was to what could be, from the old to the new, from the dark to the light. Now for Peter, that transition is a deeply painful one as he has to face the three questions of Jesus. As the story unfolds, Jesus asks him three times, Simon Peter, do you love me? Do you love me? Do you love me? And we should not in any way underestimate how difficult and painful and, and, and uncomfortable that conversation is. Jesus deliberately uses Peter's old name and he asks him, do you love me? Do you want to follow me? Are you, are you who I say you are? Or are you who you say that you are? But these three questions enable Peter to begin to make the transition from his past failures to the new possibility, from what was to what might be from the old to the new, from the dark to the light, from the death to the new life. So in this time of year, when there are all these transitions going on, this message of Jesus and his touch of resurrection perhaps might reach out to you and to ask you what might be the transition that you make, not one of despair or darkness, not one of feeling 
everything is going to be awful. It is like the new dark ages. But to say, in these things that change, in these moments which are changing, in our routines which might begin to change, in the way we think about life which is beginning to change, in these moments of transition, then God is most powerfully present. Then he is there assuring you of his love and his presence and his transformation, enabling you to step not into the darkness, but into the light. And whatever that is for you, leaving behind a sense of sin or guilt or low self-esteem or a destructive habit or an unhealthy relationship, leaving behind what it is that has, as it were, held you back. And to make this transition, to accept his invitation to come with him, to step into the light. Transitions in scripture, changes, moments when something moves from one to another, are moments when God turns up and speaks to his people and provides for them, enables them encounters them so if you are feeling in this moment of transition whether it is a physical one whether it is an emotional one whether it's a spiritual one whatever this moment of transition may be please know that god is ready to speak and to encounter and to provide for you to move you from the dark and the defeat and the death into victory and light and life. Amen.